You are listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable. We are a ministry of Christian Assembly Church in Los Angeles, California. I'm your host, Marvin Enriquez, and this is how we get down. Well, hey! welcome back. <laughs> I'm ready for the movie. Welcome back. To exciting uh, another exciting edition of the Men's Ministry Roundtable. I'd like to thank Look at this picture. our <laughs> 60 listeners. We got 60, 60 six listeners. Six zero. Uh, but I they're think, all family. Well, my wife listened 48 <laughs> times. Robert's, Robert's family listened another 12. And then uh, George listened one. So thanks all for that, all of our 60 <laughs> listeners. It's good to have you. Today is uh, June 20th, nice. 2019, uh, and here we are at the roundtable. My name is Marvin Enriquez. Around me is Jorge Fernandez <laughs> and Taylor Made, Robert Concepcion. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby, says Robert. Well, uh, guys, as we do every each and every podcast, we start off by saying, what is happening in your life? So what's happening, guys? What's going on in your lives, in your worlds? Anything good uh, as we kick off summer here? It is hot. It is hot in here. <laughs> well, the room is hot. Outside is like 65 degrees, so it's not really that. Well, I just came back from vacation, so how was that? Wow, awesome. a week, a week in La Quinta. Now we I played so much golf, you'd be jealous of me. <laughs> no, I don't play video golf. golf is what you're saying? Yeah, he played video Nintendo golf, golf with Nintendo his five-year-old son, <laughs> seven-year-old son. It must be. Um, but it was like 130 degrees, no? Yes, but it's a dry 130. So. Yeah, 130. So what do you do? When it's 130, like I would never. I've been to Palm Springs once in my life. It got to 110, and I said I'll never come back. You know, it's it. It was hotter than than usual for sure. Because it's usually supposed to be like, like 100, 102. So it literally was 118. Um, so what we did is, the hours between like 12 and 3 when it's hottest, mm. you, we just did things indoors. So we went to a movie one day. We went shopping another day. Had uh, lunch another day, and it was it was fine. But we're in the pool in the morning. Um, just had fun. It's really, we just really go to relax. I guess it forces so, you to slow down because you really can't do much. No, we like to go just to really chill. Yeah, just relax and it's well, really good. chill it's in nice. the heat. Yeah, right. There's like no chill, there's no chill happening. No, no. In <laughs> Listen, the air conditioning is on where we stay like 24 hours. Oh, it has to be. We put it on like at 70 degrees and it just that sucker's just blowing. The yeah, whole but time. when you leave the door, that. We run in the car. Yeah, the, the <laughs> thirty the seconds from the door to your car. <laughs> I lost then, four pounds. <laughs> and then and then it takes another you know minute or two for your car to cool off. No, so. I know what's in the garage, but no, it is it's it's hot, but it's it's fun. It's just, yeah, it's really. Is it by the golf course? It's on the golf course. Yeah, PGA West. But you did not play. No. Now you don't what? even go to the driving range. I mean, at least hit balls. No, no, just watch people play. Just it's just really spectacular. Did you have access to the golf course at all? Yeah. Yeah, Robert, we drive, we drive, you know what? Robert, is that, drives, is that killing you? He drives you? a golf cart. Is that killing you that he oh, lived on a golf course for a week and didn't even hit a ball? It does kill me. Yeah, so, you know, it's what you hear. You, you could have just said, hey, Robert, why don't you come up over here and just uh, have access to the golf course while I'm here? I don't, I'm not using it. So, you know, since we have access to it, Robert, it's a nice Robert, course too. The stadium course? It's nice, Robert. You're next they, year. That's they, what's they gonna have, happen. They have a tournament hey, there on TV. That the, next year, what it is. that's what's gonna happen, right? I mean, you have access to the uh, yes. to the, to the yes. house. Yes. But if you have access to the uh, yes. golf course, yes. Yeah, you can uh, play. Me and the three three guys. You know. Uh, no, no, I don't know about the three. Well, it's a force. Robert, you probably would have melted. So well, I don't know that you want to be out there. Say it again. Okay. <laughs> so moving along, George. Moving along, what? Robert. What is happening in your life, my friend? <laughs> I want to elaborate on what you just said. 
Robert, what's happening in your life? You know, right now, uh, I'm kind of wrapped up in my kids' golf tournaments. Um, They joined the Junior PGA, and so every week we get to go out and play different courses. I mean, I I don't get to play with them, but they they walk the course and they get to see all these great courses like Oakmont, Valencia Country Club, um, Annandale. Um, It's something that they don't recognize yet and appreciate, but... uh, as a parent, and I see these really nice exclusive golf courses, I'm like saying, hey, you guys enjoy this. At a young age. At a young age, yes. right? But you know, to them, it's just another golf course. But they're getting really the bug about playing golf. I mean. Both uh, of them? Yeah, they are. I mean, I got them a putting green at home recently. And um, I was thinking of doing my, my back portion of the house, uh, like a whole putting green there. But uh, now, now listen, I have two boys. Yeah. And I would never say this to them, and I hope they're not listening. But I mean, <laughs> one of them is more athletic than the other. Hey, you know, God, you know, God bless one of them with with more athleticism than, than the other one. What does the other do? Cheer? No, no, he he's he, play, he he played. Um, he played, he played but ball. yeah, he played ball. He played baseball. But um, but the young one, I mean, like, he he he. I mean, out out the womb, he was running faster, and he's he's just. I can see it. He just got he's just got a gift for certain things. Now, your boys are not listening. Is between us. Yeah, no, is look. either one of them showing a little bit more aptitude? Towards oh, absolutely. Well, only because the older one is, is bigger, he's stronger. So he gets that kind of, um, you know, naturally built athleticism. Say that again. What is, what is it? <laughs> Say that again. Uh, 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 <laughs> Force uh, 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 uh. Well, you know what I mean, right? No, I don't. But Say he, it again. <laughs> he's more athletic. Okay. Okay. So now, but the little one, I like what I, what I like about him is that um, he gets the drive to compete feisty feisty you know even if he's not there yet uh, he wants to be that same level and it's he's his big him. brother yeah and it yeah. drives him to uh, to be as strong even if he's not and uh, it drives him to uh, practice more I see him more often in the uh, my putting green in the backyard than I see my uh, older son wow. because uh, he wants to uh, be better at one thing more than his brother so you know I, I think really... that I hope I think that helped our youngest too is to have an older brother that had already kind of been through it and would, you know, would sit there and just shag balls for him and shag balls mm. for him. So he got a lot more reps because yeah. not only was dad helping him, but older brother was helping him. Yeah. And so I think that there is something to say to say about that, where the younger kid gets benefits from a few more reps and he's got an older brother to look up to. That's true. That he's got to compete to. So he's not competing with his peers. He's competing with a kid two years older because it's his brother, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm caddying them around, just, you know, walking the course and uh, it's hard. It's hard for a, for a parent who plays golf and sees their kids. You know, they look at me and it's like, uh-oh, I hit a bad shot. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it doesn't matter. At this point, three you're, months you're in. Eight years old. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. In, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, Robert. Are you that calm when they hit a bad shot? Because honestly, inside, because my kids inside, I'm not. Right. Well, my son, I mean, every time he he plays soccer and he plays on a club team, and and when he does a, a play that he thinks I'm gonna be proud of, the first thing, and my wife always says, the first thing he does is look over at the sidelines yeah. and look at my reaction, and I have to, yeah. I have to be careful, right? Because sometimes I don't want to discourage him with a negative reaction, um, and so when they hit a bad shot, are yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised. They look at me first. Well, you know, I mean, that's it just shows you Father's how a, how much yeah. your approval means to them, yeah. and that's such such a strong thing that they will look at you first and say, "Is Dad happy? Is he approving?" And so you have to be careful, even with your facial expressions, with your reactions, body language, body language. exactly, rolling of the eyes. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not what you say. It, it's it's your demeanor. Yeah. And even if you say it's all right, if you say it, you know. Well, your hands are up in the air. Yeah. 
with the with the who's that Bobby? Who's that guy? The coach that throws up Bobby Knight. Bob, Bobby oh, Knight attitude. Yeah. I mean, come on, right? You're it's throwing right. chairs. Yeah. I mean, it's, John McEnroe. There yeah. you go. So you know, no, <laughs> well, no, um, I have to. Re- I have to really. Be you know, for us, uh, last night was um, a fun night. We. And we had a, a group of men that met throughout the year here at the church. We called it a men's huddle. It's a nine-month discipleship group. And, um, and so we, we ended in May. And so one of the things we like to do throughout the summer is regularly get together for social events. And so we'll do barbecues and things like that. Um, the last few years, we've been doing a huddle Dodger night. And so 10 of our guys uh, went to the Dodgers game last night. Which, nice. I mean, you know, I Tell love Tell them who we is. Well, yeah, yeah. why don't you go? It was 10 of our guys. Um, was this from this year, last year? This past huddle year. Okay. And George and I got to got to you know host these guys and, and take them to the game, and it was a lot of fun. I love I me. Mean, I love Dodgers first of all. So I, anytime I get to go to games, it's, it's great. They were playing the Giants last night, and, and we had a great we, huddle we, this year. We whooped them nine to two, and we had an, a great, amazing great group of guys who yeah. really enjoyed. You know, I mean, like it's always good a good group, but this, these guys seem to really enjoy each other. And so I, you know, I had the tickets, and I was handing out the tickets. And I, I don't think I did it intentionally, or maybe <clears throat> maybe I did. Everything you do is intentional. Maybe. <laughs> um, but anyway, so George ended up sitting next to the guy who was, I mean, you know, he was fun. Don't mince words here. Uh, uh, Chatty. Uh, uh, what is that? No, no, no. Chatty That's Patty. That's not what you used he before was... you went on air. Chatty Patty. Chatty. So, 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 I mean, George is a guy who likes to enjoy the game maybe more quietly <laughs> and the guy next to him was talking his ear off which I love I love this guy because I mean well you're not supposed to be quiet in the Dodger game anyway. that's, that's the point of it it's a social environment however he's a great guy he's a great guy but at some point you're like I just missed the home run that Chris Taylor hit because this guy's talking about I, I wasn't aware he had three hits today. <laughs> well, hey, buddy, from where you were guys were sitting, you would miss the home run anyway, even if you were watching the game. It's not, it's yeah, look at George cares about the Dodgers. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You're no split section up there. Listen, listen. We are on a budget, and we are... We are stewards well, of... We're good stewards. No, 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 but you're putting the blame on missing a, a guy hitting a home run on another guy next we to you. We had great when seats. The view was great. I could see the ball where I was from where I was at. The view of Shabbos Ravine was great, but listen, not the ball game. Listen, the game was great. Anyway, George, how did you feel about that? Like, the guy was in your ear the whole night. It, it was a fun evening, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Why, because he's listening? <laughs> he, he's, he's one of our 60 listeners. <laughs> he is, and we love Come him. Come on, guy. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're about authenticity here, right? So this is not what you said before it, it, we went on air. It, 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 was was a, it was a lot of fun. He's a great guy. <laughs> and and he will try to pay back in some ways. So. Oh, uh, guaranteed. Right? Guaranteed. And that's and that's okay. And that's part of that's why we love him because he's got the full freedom to to rib us back and uh, and he knows who he is. Well what about the Uber ride that you called in the middle of the game? What's that all about? <laughs> George is, George at some point looked looked over at me, he's like, I'm gonna call an Uber and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hungry too. We were, we were talking about leaving early to go to Tommy's, and it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Well, the game. Was I wanted to leave after the third inning because it was already like, like, it was like it was like it was seven to nothing. Yeah. Well, I there's no. And then the telling sign was the manager still hadn't come out for the Giants to pull their pitcher, and it's seven to nothing. Yeah. So you got to be kidding. At what point? Either that bullpen is that bad that the replacement cannot be any any it, it any is. better I mean, than the guy who's given up seven runs. Those and giants. He's, just, he's not even coming out to talk to the guy. Yeah, no, he was letting him out there. Well, the manager's over at Tommy's having his burger already. <laughs> Probably. He, he might have been. He might have been. Hey, so uh, moving along, what's, uh, what's, what's current in the world of news and finance? Uh, what I wanted to talk uh, today about was, and it's kind of a 
a basic topic, but I thought it would serve uh, hopefully everyone well because everyone has a home. So I just want to talk about the boundaries in terms of what your costs should be um, for your home. And whether you're an owner or a renter, um, your expenses on a home, and I'm not including utilities, should never exceed 25% of your take home. So I've had this question asked to me many, many times, LA is expensive and this and that, and can you stretch it out? And the answer is still no, because if you exceed that boundary beyond 25%, or let's say even 30%, then that's going to extend into other areas of your life that you will not be able to manage. Meaning you won't be able to tithe, you won't be able to put money for retirement, Something's got to give because if the whole pie is 100% and if your housing is more than 25 or 30%, then you're not going to have enough for those areas for transportation, for entertainment, vacation, all the other things that encompass living. So what does that look like? Easy way to do it is, is look at what you bring home on a monthly basis, divide by four. If you're housing, and for many of you that are that are renting, it's just it, that that's the only amount you have to look at. If that's greater than than one fourth, then you're paying too much. And what does that include, George? This so it's, it's just, just, just rent it's, or it's just rent because every everyone has utilities. So for rent, it's it's a simple, it's just one number. It's just your rent. If it's your if you're a homeowner, then that would include your mortgage, your property taxes, insurance. your insurance. And then maintenance. Maintenance is a very, very... Maintenance is, is a number that's generally forgotten. So for well, me, what I use is if you use half a percent of the fair market value of your home, you should be putting away that on, on, a, on, a, on an annual basis and then put it away on a monthly basis. Meaning if, if you have a house that's half a million dollars, let's say that's a fair market value of your house, half a percent of that is $2,500 a year. So to me, I would be putting away at least $200 a month because you're gonna have maintenance. And it may not happen every year, but at some point it's going to, it's sure. going to happen. Meaning no. a new roof, a new water heater, yeah. landscaping, whatever it is, even furnishings, whatever you wanna to do to your house. When you rent, you pick up the phone and call your landlord if there's a problem with the roof, if there's a problem with the water, if there's a problem with the toilet, sink, whatever those things are. So that number needs to be taken into consideration. So those four numbers, maintenance, insurance, property taxes, and your mortgage payment, those four should not exceed 25% of what you bring home. If you're a renter, it's just one number. Right. It's just your rent. So another way you well, can just you can yeah, just do insurance there also for those but it, but it's so small. It's okay. Maybe, maybe it's a hundred you know like a hundred bucks for the year. It's 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 just kind of tiny number. But another way to figure out what you can afford is if you take your your rent. If you're saying this is how much my rent is, if I multiply by four, is that what I'm bringing home? Mm -hmm. And I would guarantee for most people that answer is is is, is not even close. So I had this conversation okay, with so, my, my so daughter. So, so you're right. So, that number, so you're George. saying most people that you interact with are not are not there. So they're, they're way out okay, of so bounds. What, in Los Angeles, I mean, we understand where we live. Yep. In Los Angeles, what? How do you counsel those people that are way out of bounds? It, it well, the, the percentages have you know they, they they remain steady. So either have to get a place that's that's a lot less expensive or if you're single then you have to get roommates or if you purchase a home then what you're looking at 
has to be significantly less. So, so people are trying that, to buy a house. But in, in, in the situation of a, of a person or a family who's already way out of bounds, they own, the, they own a home, so they're in a mortgage. Are you, so would you counsel them to sell that home? If, if, if it's that, if, if it's 40 to 50%, mm-hmm. which I've seen, then that, that's probably going to be the thing they have to do. Yeah. Because what happens is you're sacrificing other things that are going to impact your future that you're not aware of now. So, for example, there may be a couple or a family that has a payment that's about 50% of what they bring home. And I ask the question, are you putting money away for retirement? Yeah. The answer is no. Right. Well, of course the answer is no because yeah. there's, just, there's, no there's not enough. Yeah. So then you're now, you're 40 years old and the answer is no. And you have a mortgage and you're two-thirds into it. So you still have another 20 years. Mm-hmm. So that means at 60 years old, you've paid off the home. Fine. But you have zero in retirement. So what happens when you say your home? Could that that be? No. I mean, because no. you've got I mean, that's a you've portion got, of it. No, it's well, not. You've that's got not. equity no, building it, over there. So where's your cash flow? So I don't have Okay, so I own a home. Fine. I get that question. I own a home, but I still have property taxes. Right. I still have mains. I still have insurance. Yeah. Reverse mortgage? No, you yeah. do not want to do a reverse not mortgage. At 60. No, that, that'll be a whole other conversation for the day. <laughs> you don't want to do a reverse mortgage. But no, if you don't, okay. you, I don't, I wouldn't view my home as my retirement. That's okay. my home. That's that's good, and that's, that's I, my I think home. that's a helpful. Dis- All right. So last week you talked about the car payment being what percentage? Ten. Ten. It's not car payment. It's transportation, transportation expenses, which yeah. is gas, insurance, maintenance. And so 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 little by little each week we're deciphering the puzzle here. So we got ten percent in transportation, twenty five percent in housing. Yeah. So that brings you to thirty five. So, so the thing that's thirty five percent. In the next, in the next few 10. weeks, I'd love for you to tell us what you do with the other sixty five. Well, think of just 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 quickly. If that's thirty five percent, tithing is ten. Forty five percent. Retirement yeah. should be fifteen. Mm-hmm. You're already at sixty percent. So you're right. at sixty percent, and you still haven't eaten anything. That's true. That's true. So okay. we'll, we'll get thanks. into that. I appreciate that. That's super yeah. helpful. Well, last question, George. Is that off the net or the gross? What you bring home. Take so home. That's net. Take home. Oh, okay. yep. So if you have yep. any questions on this, and your, I know, I know some of this can be tricky and, and nuanced, and your situation might be unique, um, reach out to George. Uh, Jorge, J-O-R-G-E-F at cachurch.com. He'd be happy to be my pleasure sit, to sit, sit with, with you. He's got a big old whiteboard in his office, and he loves to write board. on that. Did you say whiteboard? Whiteboard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Whiteboard in his <laughs> office. Let's keep it. Uh, I, I'd be happy to hey, meet with um, you. Hey, but look, look, this was an exciting week in the world of sports, you guys. Um, we got a big dog. We got Anthony Davis. AD. AD to the Lakers. Okay, what's we? We. The Los Angeles Lakers. And Horford is coming to LA. Clippers. The team of the people. Excuse me, what's Celtics doing now? The team uh, of the people. George is a Celtics fan, so people. So George is a Celtics fan, so so please excuse. You have a headache yet? His his uh, throw up. His throw up. He's throwing up in his mouth right now. But I mean, listen, listen. This is a big deal, Anthony That's Davis. Now I know George that you're going to be a downer, Debbie Downer here, and say we gave up too much. Do you think Hi, we Debbie. gave up too much? Hi, Debbie. I I think if well if you if you win the championship, then the answer is no. Right. Right. That's it. That's it. That's the bottom line. So and, if and you win, so then the would you say no. that we are contenders? Obviously, uh, June twentieth today is the draft. By the way, um, there's still a lot of pieces missing right now. We have three players um, that we're counting on, and a couple others on the contract, but nothing to write home about. So we've got to fill out the roster for sure. 
But with what we have so far, it, it's it's a James it's, Davis Kuzma. It's a really good foundation. And some cap space. It's a really good foundation. It's a great it's a it, great foundation. It is. It's it is. not just good. Well look at look, you've got the Warriors who's got nothing this year. Right. Mm -hmm. Look at the roster; mm -hmm. it's decimated. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you think that's 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 standard right there? No, no. The I'm saying it's, it's a good foundation, but if it, it, I think the roster, if they build the roster properly, because they, they'll need outside shooting, because they, they'll need some shooting. Those three guys, none of them are are, are good three point shooters. Okay, so They're so not. so so my my thing roster, is this: Do you um? So they have I, they have like thirty million in cap space. They could try to go and get a max out. Oh, that looks like it's, it may not happen based on the way the trade worked out. Um, so a guy like Kyrie, for example, comes to mind, which I know that they've... Another Celtic? I know the Celtic. <laughs> that, that, or or a Horford. I, I don't believe that's going to happen. Um, you don't? Know? No. Or, or, I mean, whoever. But there's you can try to get one max guy like that or spread the money around and get, you know, Redick and, and some shooters around. Um, Danny what, Green. Danny Green. Uh, Robert, what do you think? I mean, what, what do you think is the best move here? No, you see, here's the thing. Look, if you're a millionaire basketball player already, what are you going to be after? More money? Yeah, these or, guys don't or, think or, that way, Robert. Or a championship I know. championship legacy, but a look, ring that says, hey, I was once it's, an it, NBA it's champion. An it depends where you are. It's an ego thing, and they don't think that depends way. They don't say... Some guys might take a little bit of a shave to go on a, on a superstar team, but most guys want their max money. Not they everyone's like a ring chaser. They feel like they're entitled yeah. to it. Look at, Dame, a, look at Dame Lillard. He just said, I'm happy in Portland. Yeah. I like it. I may not ever get a ring. The reality is most people don't get a ring. I mean... How many championship teams over the last know, 30 the years? The difference like between six teams. 25 and 27 million to you and I was probably, I'll take the 25, right? But to these guys, that makes a difference for some reason. Because it's not just one year; it's over well, multiple true, years, true, right? True, so yeah. two million a year, and you're coming into a high tax state, and I know some guys look at that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I think if uh, you know I'm a ball player and I'm making the millions, I would want at least an NBA championship would, in my I would, resume. I would think the same. But, right? but you got to remember, where depends where they are, their season in life, they have families, where they want to live. Man, twenty-five million versus no, twenty-seven. No, no, no. You can take care of your family. Come no, on! But some, All of a sudden, you're driving a used Volvo. What so, are you no, saying? no, no, meaning that they, 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 may, they may not they may not want to move their family. Yeah. If they've been on a team for like five years, they may you know yeah for sure. not want to move to. Okay, but look now, the Lakers have AD, LeBron, um, Kuzma, Kuzma. So that's a really good foundation. They might not have a three point shooter, but that right there is a great. It's a core. good foundation. They just don't have I mean, shooting. the West. Who else can come up against them, right? Oh, or right. Portland. Portland. Oh, well, we don't Utah, know. Utah, 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 Utah just traded for uh, Conley last night. I'd, we say don't know. I'd say right now Utah's stronger. We than don't know Lakers. what Houston's right up now. Really? Yeah. Because Lakers don't... don't have a team. They have three guys. Well, oh, come on. Come on. Our three guys will beat Utah. Three against five will beat them. Come on, George. Come on, dude. Everything else is spare parts. They can all pick up spare parts. That's a great backcourt, and that's probably the top defense in the league. All right. Well. We'll see what happens. Houston, Houston's an enigma still. We'll see yeah. what, what they do. Houston, you're right. Portland's Denver, still Denver's, Denver's still out there. They're going to get San healthy. San Antonio's always uh, better. Yeah, no, I mean, they're always in the playoffs. Yeah, 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 but come on, man. Clippers? If Clippers Robert, get Kawhi? This is an exciting it is. event. It is. Debbie Downer over here wants to minimize. Not what's Debbie Downer, you haven't been in the playoffs in six player. years. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. Look at our roster for the last six years. This is a different roster. Last year, you guys thought, we're going to win. We got LeBron and no playoffs and, again. And before injuries. 
But that's before what that's, injuries. That's, that's a big before part. injuries. We were right in the pack. That's a big part of it. What's well, Celtics going to do? Uh, it is, and, out, and, and that could happen this year as well. And that happened to the Celtics too. So I mean, what's Celtics going to do this year, man? If they're going to empty I, their I, well, Kyrie's I, out, I, I don't, Horford I, looks like he's on his yeah. way out. So what do they have left? Tatum is not going to be. Well, able they have to a great. They have there's, a great. They have a there's great. There's chatter young, that that, that, that Gordon's on the block. There's chatter. There's I'm just no, telling there's you. No chatter. There's, there's chatter. No chatter. I've, there's I no, saw, no chatter. heard that. I heard that on the wire, on the ESPN wire. <laughs> Come to the source, okay? Come, to the, Come source. to the source. What are the Celtics doing? I, I don't know. Well, they 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 have a great foundation of, of of three young players. Yeah, Jason Tatum's gonna be a superstar. He's great. He's untouchable. That's the only reason they didn't go for Davis is they don't want to give up yeah. Jason Tatum. Yeah, he keeps saying that. The only reason they didn't go for Davis is because Davis told him, "I'm not resigning." No, no, I know, but that, that's <laughs> the same thing you with Kyrie and uh, not Kyrie with uh, Kawhi. Kawhi said he didn't say he's going to resign with yes, Toronto, but, but they went Kawhi all in for him. Brought in a championship. An NBA yeah, that's it worked out. It right no, Regardless no, of what happened, no, 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 it worked out a, for Toronto. No, no, I understand that. That happened to Dallas Mavericks. No, Same no, thing. I understand. I'm, I'm saying if, if Boston thought that Anthony Davis would bring him a championship, they would they would trade Jason well, he, Tatum. He would have. No. Yes, no. you add Davis on that team with what they have minus Tatum, no. they're a championship yeah, team. No, I think so. I think so. Come on. I think so. Or else then they would have done that. They that they. Clearly didn't want to do that because Davis was not going to resign. But that's what I'm saying. That's the same thing with Kawhi. Kawhi never said he's going to resign with Toronto, but they they were pretty confident that he can bring us a championship. That's the only reason. Toronto and he did. They rolled right. The so then Boston now, is not confident that, okay. that Anthony Davis so, could do that. So they won the championship this week. Do you? Are you guys? Do you guys put an asterisk next to that championship? No, no, I wouldn't. Because there's, there's always injuries every yeah. year. Yeah, that always comes. Be, I mean, I know, the game. Injuries. You know, so you and I, I mean, we go back and forth. But I had, I, I have memories of the Pistons beating us minus Byron Scott minus Magic Johnson, and I look back at that season now. I'm like, okay, well, we were without our mm-hmm. two of our better players. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you you have injuries. Uh, you have uh, memories of a game seven without your center. What was his name? Per- Perkins. Yeah, and this game six you, and seven. You can, you can say that. There's that, all, there's that, always that injuries. That was a leg up. For Mikhail sure. had a, played on a broken foot yeah. in '87. So I mean, there's the, always injuries. The Warriors minus Golden State. Golden the Warriors State got, minus the best player in the NBA. But remember, they beat Cleveland, and they didn't have Kevin Love. Kevin Love was out, and Kyrie remember broke his kneecap the first the first game of the championship. That's how Golden State they won their yeah, first. Yeah, I mean, and, you know. I, and I hear so there's you. always there's always there's always. And that's how they got this past is, um, San Antonio. There's when always they, injuries. Kawhi got hurt. There's always injuries. Yeah. This, yeah, always. they were on the ropes. That's very, right. yeah. very, very ropes. rarely is. I, you know, it's, it's this time of year. I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. A championship is a championship. If you're from Canada or Toronto, we celebrate you. Good luck. And uh, well, let's it's see. also, it's you also. They won't be able to do it again if Kawhi doesn't come back. But hey, you enjoy it for one year. Yeah. That's what it is. Do you think Kawhi will go to the Clippers? I do. I do. So if I, he does, I, I, I would if. Al Horford would go to the Clippers. Yep, then I'd say I they're. I would put them. No, ahead they're of the they're going to be a contender. Would they're you put them ahead contender. of the Lakers yeah, if they got Kawhi not. and Horford? Absolutely not. I don't think so. The Clippers are still the Clippers. I've been in LA all my life. The Clippers will always be the Clippers. <laughs> no, no, I, no, know, no. You throw it's Chris Paul the... and Blake Griffin in there. Yeah, you know, Lob City. Look, whatever you do, they'll always yeah, be the Clippers. They will find a way to lose. <laughs> they always do. Hey, Robert, what's? I really wouldn't say that. Robert, what's happening? Clippers, Clippers. Are, are getting there. Yeah. They're another LA team. You gotta they show them some love, man. They'll they, be in England. They'll have their place in They and yeah. the Angels have a have a warm place somewhere in the Inland Empire or somewhere in the South Bay. 
They're not LA. They're not the LA. You are throwing, LA, ma- you are throwing major shade. The LA Angels of Angels of Anaheim are not LA like team, the, and the Clippers are not LA team. That, LA that is a ridiculous name. Yeah. LA Rams? No. LA Raiders? Oh, the Rams? I mean, LA they have a Raiders? Bit, love they, more the, foothold. The two more popular teams in LA are not, orig- are not originally from here. Well, the Dodgers and the Lakers are not. But I know. I mean, there was no. There you ex- go. There you there go. Were, there was no expansion. Well, I mean, come on. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The fifties. That's The Dodgers moved over here. Are you and, talking? And, and even the Rams. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Robert, what's happening at Christian Assembly uh, in the next few weeks? Huh. Well, uh, right now we are in the season of. Uh, well, you mentioned this earlier, didn't you? You are in the season of looking for huddle candidates. Yes, right. That's right. Tell us about a huddle and how a guy can join that. Yeah, so um, it's by invitation only, but... Uh, but we're inviting you right now. We are inviting all our listeners. Uh, even if you... Uh, well, those, for those of you who have, uh, haven't had the chance to uh, so be part if, of a huddle... So if George's family is <laughs> invited, apparently... There you go. They're the only listeners we have. <laughs> yeah, it's a nine-month... Um, hey, Canaan. <laughs> would you say training? Um, not as a training. I, I would it's say, a, I would say an intentional discipleship, intentional mm-hmm. mentoring. Discipleship slash leadership. Yes. So it's nine months, mm-hmm. and uh, we get to know a lot about spiritual disciplines, mm-hmm. uh, leadership formation. What else would you throw in there? Well, we start with you know understanding the gospel, understanding um, the the process of salvation Christianity and grace. 101. Christianity one hundred and one. We start with the very basics. Because really, we designed it so that um, anyone at all levels can really participate in this. And we've had guys, I mean, um, that have, you know, recently given their lives to Christ and come out of maybe even addiction or recovery, and, and they're in recovery, um, join the huddle. And then we've had guys who've been walking with Christ for 50 years. Yeah. And we've had every spectrum. So we want to make sure that uh, every guy can understand what's happening. But then we build on that. And then we get into how to... Uh, go deeper in scripture, how to go deeper in prayer, understanding who God is. And then we really tackle some leadership things about understanding who we are and how we fit into this mission of the church. And so um, it's exciting. I mean, you guys all lead huddles. and, and Think about how, how we start. We start by an invitation, right? Yep. Like Jesus said, come follow me. So that's what we're doing. We're In essence, we're inviting guys to come follow and be with us. And then when we end, when Jesus said, go make disciples, of all nations so it's it's that process of be with me so let's be together let's learn and grow and then at the end we release you to go out and make disciples of all yeah and it's a it's a really it's a really fun community that gathers 20 to 25 guys um, in one setting in one room and you really get to know each other along the way build friendships I mean we have a George and I just finished, you know, our, our huddle, but there's one life group that is now meeting yeah. because they just so enjoyed being together that they're just going to keep meeting as a life group and they just Yeah, that's that that's 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 perfect. That's like the ideal situation. Yeah. 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 Really awesome. So that's great. So if you want to join um, a huddle this year, contact either one of us. We all lead them. Um, you know, Robert Concepcion, uh, George Fernandez, or myself, Marvin, and we'd love to get you connected with one of our huddles. We, we, we have huddles. We promise it will be impactful. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that is a yeah, promise. Yeah, yeah. Made. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, let's turn the corner with the last bit of time that we have. This past Sunday was Father's Day, and it just been, got me thinking about um, being dads and, and how we can maximize. George is walking out the room for some reason here. I'm back on the bathroom. He's going to the bathroom in the middle of. The, we're recording live, bro. It's hot. I'm opening the doors. Yeah, but there's people out there. They don't want to hear us. Um, so hey, this, pa- this past Sunday was Father's Day, and so I just want to um, hear from you guys. You guys are dads. Um, you guys both, I think, have. Well, not I think. I know 
have kids on different ends of the age spectrum. You know, I have kids in their 20s and kids still in their you know, elementary school age. So I think we have a, a wide range of parenting experience around this table. And so I just want to hear what are some of your things that you've picked up along the way? What are some ways that you would encourage um, dads that are listening to this now? Well, for me, uh, <laughs> for me, it's just, uh, I think uh, consistency is one of the biggest thing I need to be on top of. Uh, what I mean by that is, uh, you know, it's what I mean by that is that uh, the things that I ask my kids not to do, not to say at home, I have to watch myself. I have That's to great. watch my language. Yeah. I have to watch what I watch on TV because uh, they pop in the room anytime. And uh, they have What to are be, you watching? Well, you know, like, <laughs> Mute. <laughs> Games of Thrones. Wait, wait, wait. Games kids, of Thrones. Kids, get out of here. Games of Thrones. Oh, you know, God. you watch something like that, and you're like, Dad, what's that all about? Uh, you know, hey, God, what are those? Hold <laughs> son. No, no, no. But, it's you time know, you and I had a hard time. <laughs> Why I'm are not you there screaming? Yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Wow. I'm not there yet. Wow. Dude, come on, bro. <laughs> We're gonna get. You see why we keep the door closed? <laughs> Albert's gonna intervene here in a minute. Yes. So anyway, no, it's just the consistency of language, consistency of um, uh, the things I'm asking them to um, watch out in their life. I have to be the role model for that. Yeah, I think that's it, so important, Robert. And I think you know, like I, I look at, you know, we have certain boundaries on on when and how our, our kids can use their cell phones. Um, and then I've I've caught myself, you know, I mean, we don't like the kids to bring their phones in their rooms and especially not on their beds. And I've caught myself doing the same. So I, consistency and if you're asking them to do something, modeling that for them, I think yeah. it's, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, at the dinner table, uh, cell phones off. So, you know, they can't bring their tablet. They can't bring their switch. They can't bring their games. Those little things like that. Because if they see me with my cell phone on the, on a, on a dinner table, pick it up or, or respond to a text. Um, it's hard for you to say, don't do that. Yeah, absolutely. They're saying, well, how come you get to yeah. do it, Dad? Yeah. You know, so, you know, it just, the whole thing of parenting is consistency. And uh, I have to ask my wife to get on board as well. Mm -hmm. Both sure. of us really have to be on top of it because it's not what you say, it's what you do, right? So they don't, they don't really, you know, part of it, yeah, they hear what you say, but they copy who you are. Yeah, I think it's more impactful what you do. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's one of the things for me for, as, as a parent. I'm learning to really just be on top of uh, the consistency factor I need to bring in. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, and I'll admit this 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 season has been difficult for me in that um, our kids are you know experiencing a new level of freedom. We have a 17 and a 16 year old, especially with them too. Um, that that's been a difficult transition for me personally. Um, I enjoy being that hands-on dad that is on top of all of their things and. I've, I've had a hard time learning the adjustment or the balance of giving them more space and freedom and letting go of some things and not controlling every minute of their lives. George, you have some older kids. How have, how have you navigated that part of it? You know, what's, what's really neat, Marvin, is, is just seeing kind of parenting on parallel tracks. And what I mean by that is having two older kids that are in their 20s and then having a young one and just, just being aware of seeing the impact because my oldest has children, so mm, my grandfather, yeah, yeah. and I watch him parent his kids, and he's 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 just really an outstanding dad. But it's made me very cognizant of everything that I that I did when I was a father, and I taught them 
good and not good, how much impact it had on him. So it's made me extremely aware with my youngest now. It's like everything we do, you know, the old saying was, you know, children are like sponges. And I, I can see how evident that is because as I see my oldest parent, I can see the things he's doing. I thought, wow, he really picked up those things. Mm. And the things that I maybe didn't do, well, I see that he's doing different. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I love to see that. So it's made me really aware of um, parenting my youngest. As you touched upon, Robert, your reactions to things. Yeah. You know, the children are born with rolling of the eyes. So when if I'm sitting next to them <laughs> and Lisa will say, hey, honey, can you you know take out the trash? If I'm like, oh, okay, and I roll my eyes, then then he's going to see that. Oh, that's that's dad's reaction. He doesn't want to do that. So I have to be, just be very, very aware. One of the things that I think um, was really important um, amongst many things is is kids and their selecting of friends mm. because I think it's so impactful. Mm -hmm. I think for my older kids, they did a really good job of choosing who was who was going to be their friends and who they were going to influence and who they were going to allow to be influenced mm. by. Okay. And I'm trying. We're trying to teach that to our youngest that don't just go with the crowd. Don't just go with who's popular. Don't go with what you think is funny or you know. You know who you are, who your identity is, mm. and be very selective in your friends and asking the questions, what are the qualities that you think are important in having a friend? And you demonstrate, you live those qualities out. You know, So we ask them, we're intentional about having questions, why do you hang out with this person? What is it that you like about him or her? And kind of talk those things through so we can have him be intentional about how he's making these choices, even though he you know, may not even be aware of it. He's just picking friends. Just And you told me um, before we started recording that um, you should know who your kids are. Um, like knowing, you know, you should be able to rattle off the names yeah, of I think friends. I, yeah, you should I know think, who your kids are? Well, I mean, explain that. Yeah, like in all stages of, of, of your, we're always going to be, we're going to be Get dads. to meet your kids. Wait, who, who, who meet your and kids greet are? with your own what kids. All about Mark. What's your name again? No. Uh, hey, wear name tags at home <laughs> so you know your names. <laughs> have extra labels from CA. <laughs> no, what it, what, it, what it means is at every stage of their life, but I think particularly when they're young, is really knowing your kids and what they're into in terms of you should know who their friends are, you should know the things that they like. Like, you know, Kanan. I know who his friends are. I know what he's, his interests are. I know he loves cars. I know he loves basketball. I know sports. Those kind of things. The certain cartoons. You should you should ask questions and know all the different aspects and what's important to your child. You should not be. I mean that that requires us to be involved. You should not not know who their buddies are, right? Or if you have a girl, who their friends are. Yeah. So if, if you were to ask, let me let me tell you, uh, let me, Dad, can you name four of my friends that you have no clue who they are? That should be a sign that you, you need to be more involved in their life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, you know, like uh, I have small kids, and right now I think when they pick their friends, it's all about being playful, silly. That those are the criteria that they're looking for. Someone who's active at the playground, yeah. who can hit the, who can kick the ball farthest. Yeah. You know, the popular but kid I, who can know, do that. But it's important it's to still, ask those questions, like, hey, what what is it about little Timmy that you, that you like, and what are some of the qualities? Why, why do you play with him? Yeah. Why do you hang out with him? Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. But those little kids, that's that's who they gravitate to. Is those who uh, really just they have fun with. But to your point, George, I ask him, hey, what about the other kids who don't get picked? 
Yeah, you have to keep an eye on them too, because uh, what if? You How know, would that make you feel? Right. If you were so, the one you know, not being. Yeah. What, what if? What if that was you? Mm-hmm. Right. And then there'll come a time where people are better than you. You would want to be recognized as well, yeah. right? So don't ignore them. Yes, you're having fun with a lot of them, but be inclusive and having yeah. a lot of these other kids who are always in the sidelines. Yeah, and I, I've I've discovered that as you know now that. I've been through several seasons with my kids and, and it's important to get on their level and understand their world in each season. And so, you know, when, that's, when that's they're a great point. two, three years old, you get on the floor and you wrestle and, you know, you rough house with the boys or, or you have a little tea time with, with our daughter. She'd have a little kitchen and she'd, Daddy, come, I'm going to make you tea. And you sit there in these, old, you know, small little plastic chairs and have tea. And then that develops into... And then you start building Legos together and, and, and doing that kind of thing. Or, you know, with our other son is, you know, he got into baseball at an early age and, he, you know, we watched a lot of ball games. But the point is, is you, you kind of evolve with them and get on their level. And so for me right now in this season of, of having an 11 year old and he, he's loving this Fortnite deal. <laughs> Is I had to learn how to play this game. Well, how long does he uh, spend uh, playing so, the game? So he has a Nintendo Switch. Um, over the summer, I there's an app that I put on my phone, and I control how many hours he can play on there. So currently, he gets two hours a day, and hmm. inevitably, yeah, over the summer, he's got well, you know, time yeah. on his hands. Inevitably, yeah. he's calling me, and he's like, "Dad, my time ran out." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, well, what what else are we gonna do with our time?" Yeah. And so that's an opportunity for a conversation instead of just saying no more time. Uh, I say, well, let's see. What, what, let's let's think about your day. What else are you doing? Have you read any books? Are you doing your math sheets? Yeah. Those kind of things, right? Um, what productive? Can what we, productive things can we do? With our can time? we do now? During the school year, he doesn't get to play two hours a day. That that's not. I'm, they're on summer break now. He's home all day. They don't go to a camp or anything. So this is this is what our life is. But what I'm trying to say is, is I've learned to play this game. Yeah. Why? Because. I don't necessarily enjoy yeah, cartoon yeah. violence on video games, and that's what Fortnite is. But you know, I mean, you have to you, you connect get on them. their level and figure it out. You talked about learning to play Halo back in the day <laughs> yep. with your son. Yeah, God, that was a blast. I missed I missed those days. <laughs> it was fun. I remember Lisa coming to the house, honey. It, it, it's 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 ten o'clock. We're shooting. Joel has to go to school. I go. Hold on. Hey, hold, hold, five more minutes. Five more minutes. And always hearing, Dad. Dad, stop shooting me! We're on the same wait, team. Wait. How, did you put any limits on uh, on the video game playing time with the drop? Oh yeah, yeah. We we had we had rules, kind of like same with you guys. When when you got home, the phone was on on the desk, and no playing until the homework your homework is done. And then we had dinner time together. And then after you take a shower and you're you've done everything, then you can play. And it was no more than like forty five minutes. Yeah. And then mm. bedtime was you know we had kind of a curfew for bedtime you know I find kids always have are always resistant to but I, 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 I was the problem <laughs> <laughs> I was the one like no no 10 more minutes well I mean let's let's face it Halo, Halo was a fun game I played a lot of Halo in my day myself uh, uh, that was that was my game when I was in my teens and 20s um, but, but I think one, one last point I yeah. want to say is I think one of the one of the keys that you touch upon is always explaining to your kids oh, that's why. That's good. That's good. So not yes, just because I said so. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you if, if if it was when it was like forty five minutes to an hour, but this is a reason why, and because too much, you know, we just would explain. There's there's kind of time for everything. Just like I'd love to play basketball with you, but I'm not going to play four hours with you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want for you to do homework, but I'm not going to ask you to do like four hours worth of homework. Mm. But there's just kind of boundaries, kind of for everything. So we would explain why video games are fun and you can do that but 
this kind of a, a timeline. Is video game time separate from TV time? Yeah, but or is that there, there's, only, there's, there's only so much time in a well, you know, and you know, well, no, I'm mean, during the summer now. Yeah, they're, but they're you know, it's home, funny right? though. Like like my son, he has no desire to watch TV yeah. right hmm. now. I think you know, I I have cable subscription at home because I enjoy watching sports, but they don't watch TV. They want to play on their game, and and they and they'll watch some YouTube stuff. But that but yes, See, that is yeah, but that is the yes, that is part of it. That's the funny screen thing. time. That's the screen time. Yes. Yeah. No, my kids say, no, oh, what well, that you know, it's different. Because we get to play this time, we get to watch. You know, I said, what are you watching? Think noodles, right? You two, well, you know, how, to, how to play the game Here's better. the thing, is they play I'm the like, game, what? and then they watch other people play there the game. You know, I'm like, where do you, why do you, why do you want to watch that? Now, you know, this is just, how, where's the fun in that? No, 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 we get strategies, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, okay, well. Buy them a guidebook, a never, strategy book. That, to, to me, it's, it's, it's. Kind of any any type and it of holds video, you know, video it, it whether it's does. TV but or I, video I do game. Think that's there's all there's a limit. Yeah, I think that's all wrapped up. But the last thing I want to add is I've I've learned, and this is hard for me, I'll admit, um, but I've learned that when you do make a mistake, and we do, guys, right? Absolutely. When you do make a mistake, own up to it. Ask your kids for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's such a powerful yeah. gift that you can give them. Mm. To one, to show your humanity, your, your vulnerability. And then also to say, look, I'm a sinner in need of God's grace, and I ask for God's for His grace, and I ask you for your grace when I've made a mistake, and to, and to do that because we can sweep that under the rug, and say, well, I'm I'm the parent, so, but I think it's such a powerful thing, especially that is great as they enter into yeah. their older, you know, preteen and teenage yeah. years to yeah. see that because yeah. they're going to enter into a season where, trust me, they are going to need mm-hmm. all kinds of grace. I've got two teenagers, and boy, do they need grace in their lives. And it's powerful, as you said, to say those words, will you forgive me? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I apologize. Will you forgive me? Yeah. Daddy messed up. Those things happen. Yeah. And not and not make excuses. Just, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Yeah. That's mm. good. That's really good. Well, listen, you guys, um, I, I'm hoping you take some intentional time this summer to, you know, do some fun with your kids and to be the dads that God designed you to be. Um uh, you know, there's a bunch of resources and tools around CA for you. One of them is the Vacation Bible School. Um, you know, you can partner with your kids by serving at that while they're there. Also, there's going to be some um, parenting seminars attached to that, so you can definitely check that out. Uh, we're at 45 minutes, guys, so we're going to sign off. But thanks for listening to all 60 of you. We appreciate you. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> let's, hit a, let's hit 100. Let's, let's hit 100, 100 this week. So thanks again, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. All right, peace out. Lessons.